Welcome to Verse by Verse with Better Equipped. I'll be your tour guide, Cody Balch, and I'm excited to journey with you through the book of Ephesians. If you're not familiar with the book of Ephesians, it's written in the New Testament by the Apostle Paul. The Apostle Paul used to be named Saul. That's what he was born. His parents gave him the name Saul. And Saul was a Jewish man who uh, was a zealous Jew. And after Jesus's death and resurrection, Saul uh, dedicated his life at the time to persecuting Christians, to snuffing out the church, the body of Christ. And um, in his journey, as Saul, uh, Jesus interrupted his journey to go persecute Christians on the road to Damascus. And he was he was going to Damascus to try to snuff out the Christians who were there and imprison them and bring them back to Jerusalem for for trial. And Jesus spoke to him and said, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? Why are you fighting against me? And um, and Saul's like, whoa, like he says, I'm Jesus, the one you're persecuting. I will show you how much you must suffer for my name. He blinds him three days later. Uh, a guy named Ananias comes to him. His, he his, removes his blindness like scales from his eyes. It says immediately uh, Saul got up and went, got baptized. He hadn't eaten or drink drank anything for three days. He got baptized, gave his life to Christ, and put his faith and trust in Jesus. And then after he was baptized, then he ate and um, began his journey with Jesus. And Jesus uniquely called him as an apostle to be a witness to the Gentiles. And that's a big deal because what they thought at that time, which wasn't actually true, but at what they thought was that salvation was only for the Jews. And um, it was that salvation would come through the Jews, but not that salvation is only for the Jews. And and this was a big deal. So Paul ends up being the, the primary ambassador to the Gentiles. And that's a big deal because you and I most likely... Uh, if you're a Jew listening, praise God, that, that's fine, that's great. Um, Jesus was a Jew as well, but but for someone like me, I'm totally a Gentile. I can't trace any Jewish heritage in my life, and I'm so grateful that I have the opportunity to have access to the gospel, the salvation of Jesus through his death and resurrection, uh, just like Jews have that opportunity to receive Jesus as well. So, um, you know, Paul... He, he gets his mind right. It takes him years. But about 20 years into being a Christian, maybe 20, 25 years in, he is on his third missionary journey to share the gospel in different places around the Roman Empire. And, and he comes to a city called Ephesus. And Ephesus was a well-known city in Rome. It was a wealthy trade port city in the Mediterranean area that you know you would skip over from from kind of Rome over the the sea to get to Asia Minor which is now uh, modern day Turkey and then that would connect you to the rest of kind of what we call the Middle East and so this was a big big area and they had many many uh, false gods particularly Artemis and and this big temple and and there was all kinds of idol worship going on and Paul enters in and and God opens a door of opportunity for people to receive uh, salvation through Jesus. And so um, it's a short window of just about two to three years, it says, but that there was a powerful work of God opening people's hearts in this area and that many, many people came to know Jesus and that churches were started all over that province in that area. 
and but there was a ton of persecution. And so you can read about this whole area, the converts, the first converts and the churches starting there in Acts chapter 19. It's a wild, wild story. And um, But this is kind of the context. And so what happens is about three years in, Paul leaves because his, his missionary work it has to continue. And he tells, I want to go back to Jerusalem and then I want to go to Rome. And that's exactly what happened. But when he got to Rome, he was a prisoner under house arrest. And he writes the book of Ephesus under house arrest to tell the brothers and sisters in Ephesus in that area, I'm alive my faith is strong. I'm doing well. Here's what God has done. And here's how I want to encourage you, whether those that I already knew while I lived with you or those who have come to faith in Jesus after I've been gone and I didn't get to meet you. Here's what you need to know to, to be encouraged in your faith. And so the first, there's six, six chapters in the book of Ephesians. The first three chapters of Ephesians is kind of theological, getting your mind right. You know, how does, how does God want us to think about this? and understand faith. And then the second half is really practical. How do we connect what we believe and know to our everyday life? What does that look like? What does it metabolize into? And so we're going to be journeying verse by verse into this. And I hope that you'll journey with me. And I hope that it'll help teach you um, to how to read scripture. Not that I'm the the standard of that, but you know, so often scripture and, and reading scripture can be so um, intimidating for people. And, and like anything else, the more you do it, the more confident you will feel. But I hope that I can just be a companion for you, a, a, a guide for you, as we just look at verse by verse, not skipping any verse, you know, not taking any shortcuts here and just saying, what does this really mean for our lives? And what does God really want us to know from the source itself, the Bible? And so I'm excited for that. If you're if you're a Christian listening, I hope this really encourages your faith. If you're if you're not yet a Christian or you're not sure if you are, which usually means that you're not because if you're not sure then you you you're not. And I will hope to help you with that. Reach out if you have any questions about what it means to follow Jesus. But but if you're not a Christian, I hope this will help uh, really stimulate your mind to say this is actually the heart and the mindset that God calls Christians to have. And I hope that it spurs you to to really desire to be a follower of Jesus, to be a disciple of Jesus yourself. And so, again, if you have any questions, reach out to me, better equipped with Cody at gmail.com. I want to help you and encourage you to find salvation in Jesus. It's offered for you. If you're listening to this, salvation is offered for you. So just for today, we're going to start in just verses one and two of chapter one, and then we'll pick up in the next episode from there. So in, in chapter one, verse one of Ephesians, it says this, Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God to God's holy people in Ephesus, the faithful in Christ Jesus, grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Like I said, this is written from Paul to Christians, the faithful and true in Christ Jesus. But then Paul really he opens most of his letters like this. He says, grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. You see, this is the greatest gift that, that Paul can pray for believers. Because if we don't have grace, the grace of God that forgives us, we don't have hope. And then 
we live life and we can have all these things in, in the world, money and possessions and fame and power and blah, 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 all these things. But if we do not have peace in our lives, those things are all for nothing. If we don't have the peace and the hope that only comes through the grace of Jesus, then we don't have anything. Even with all the things we might have, we have nothing. But if we have the grace of God and the hope of God and the peace of God, we have everything, even when we have nothing. And Paul is sitting in house arrest saying, I have everything. And I'm praying that you will have that grace and peace as well. And so I don't know where you're at right now when we just opening when we're just opening up the book of Ephesians, but I'm praying for you to have grace and peace in your life that only comes from our God and Father, the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm praying that for you. And so let's journey together. I'm so excited and I hope you are too. 